The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria. And I'm flying solo for this wonderful little Monday slate that we got. Seven games to talk about. It is April 5th. Pretty excited about this one. Interesting card. One that uh, I, I, think, I think there's going to be some value to be had on this. But nonetheless, I hope everybody had a great holiday that celebrated over the weekend or even the last week. So, uh, you know, everybody kind of got the juices flowing. Hopefully you were able to see your families and, uh, you know, limited social gatherings if possible. Uh, and everyone was just safe, and it's it's just a good moment to kind of uh, you know take a step back, uh, really kind of just appreciate what we have. So I know I did. I, I had a great time. I have probably have ham sandwiches for days. Uh, that's that's my thing. I uh, I had a small gathering. It was uh, it was me. It was my mother in law, and it was my girlfriend. I call her my mother in law. It's pretty much going to be uh, the fiance soon. And I bought an eleven pound ham for three people. I mean, it was almost the same price as like like a three pound ham. Uh, so I went to 11 pound spiral ham and I got, I got a lot of ham sandwiches coming my way for the next week, but we got a nice slate to jump into, but before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsor, mybookie.ag. If you guys haven't checked them out already, head, I don't I don't know what you're doing. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code hoopball, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L on your initial deposit, and they will match it 50% on up to $1,000. So you put in a $500 deposit on your initial deposit, you get a free $250 to play with. You put in $1,000, you get a free $500 to play with. And maybe sports betting is not your thing. I don't. I mean, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if it wasn't, but uh, we have NBA. We have March Madness. I mean, we got some baseball. Uh, we have a little bit of everything. But even if that's not your thing, fully-fledged casino platform over there. So you have a little bit of everything. Play some blackjack, play some poker, play some slots. A little bit of everything and the sports on top of it over at mybookie.ag. All right, let's jump right into this nice little seven-game card, and it's a little bit of a, a little bit of an unusual slate. We really have you know no late games. Uh, six of the seven games all start at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the last one starts at 8 p.m. Uh, so we should have a pretty good idea of what we're looking at right as lineups are locking i mean we're going to have all of this news available pretty much for everything but the apm eastern standard type game so uh, a unique slate and that's why i said you know this is one that i definitely think we uh we could take advantage of you don't need to necessarily monitor it all night long you don't need to focus as much as on late swaps uh you can almost set it and forget it I, mean, I don't completely recommend that but you you get it you get it first game brooklyn that's uh they're they're protecting the home court against the new york knicks uh, you know, I guess we could call this a travel game, very similar to that Laker uh, Clippers game that we had today, as I'm recording this night before on Easter, uh, where they're not really traveling. But they're, you know, still still it's in the Barclays. Uh, as far as an injury report goes, Brooklyn d- did not submit theirs again. Uh, they're on the second half of a back to back for the Knicks. Uh, Mitchell Robinson ruled out and Norvell Pell is probable. So their newly acquired Norvell Pell uh, only. Two game totals at the time that we're recording this and spreads. You know, this is not one of them. So we'll talk about this New York Knicks team. Uh, we'll start with the away team, I guess. Uh, Julius Randle coming in as top dog on this team, 9,600. 
I'm not going to ignore Julius Randle on this price tag. You know, I guess they kind of bolstered, uh, bolstered their front court, that being the Nets, adding LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. But neither one of these guys are really going to be able to contain Julius Randle. At 9,600, you know, you're pretty much counting on close to 50 points to really, really cap off your value on them. I, I think there's a, a floor of 40, and the 50-plus is absolutely in there. So he's probably not my necessarily favorite you know, uh, expensive guy to spend up on on this one. We're going to have a lot of other guys to talk about, uh, but definitely very much in in my player pool. And then outside of him, you know, you can look at this point guard position. It's getting jumbled up. Alfred Payton at 4,600. Feels like a good price tag. Uh, came out and dropped 38 DK points in only 25 minutes in that blowout against Detroit. Probably could have played 30-plus in that one with the way he was playing. He looked good, so... 4,600, don't mind looking his way. But, again, we have Derrick Rose. We have Alec Burks. We have Quickly. We have a lot of these guys back and healthy. Barrett as well. So it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see any of them really top over 30 or even 28 minutes. Uh, But if I had to pick one of those guys to feel a little bit more confident in doing so, it would probably be Peyton. So he would be the other guy I looked at. And this is going to be an up-paced game. Uh, I don't don't mind taking a stab at a lot of these Nick guys. But, you know, with seven other games, I would limit myself to mostly just those two. Noel should continue to start the center position at 4,500. He's an option, but you know, not a guy that I uh, I would even look at in GPPs. I haven't seen that ceiling game from him, so I'll kind of wait and see on that. Over on the Brooklyn side of things, James Harden. He's uh, he was sat out Sunday as well as Kevin Durant. Both these guys are expected to return soon, but we do not know when. I am going to consider them doubtful just because that's what they've been. We still don't know, so we're gonna have to monitor that. Uh, and wait and see. We'll have the news. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Tyler Johnson, uh, he was ruled out in that Sunday game. He actually got hurt in the middle of it, had to be helped to the locker room, uh, and the same was said for Landry Schmidt. So uh, exited the fourth quarter and with an ankle injury and did not return. So we'll have to keep an eye on both those guys. That, those are two prominent backward guys. Uh, so on the circumstance that you know James Harden can't go, Kevin Durant can't go, and then now also we're talking – uh, you know, Tyler Johnson and Landry Schmidt, they're going to be a little bit thin in the backcourt. Outside of those two guys, it's basically Bruce Brown, uh, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, and we'll probably end up seeing a decent amount of Chris Gioza. I wouldn't say a ton of it, but maybe like in the in the 20-minute range. So, uh, you know, those are the guys I would probably look at, I guess, to capitalize off that. And could we use it in this matchup? Nick's tough defense, probably not something I'd immediately gravitate towards. I mean, I guess I'm burying the lead, Kyrie Irving at 10K. Uh, obvious guy that's very much in play if both these guys are rolled out. We saw it today. Put up 54 DK points. Paid off that 10K price tag. Uh, 24 and 15 type game. Took 27 shot attempts. This dude's just going to have to do it all for him. And, you know, you can't fault him. The other guy we saw that I mentioned, I think, on uh, on, on Saturday's show, LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, had a little bit of a down game in Chicago. Only played 26 minutes. Shot 5 of 10. Uh, but, again, 5,600. It's a second half of a back-to-back. So, I kind of want to see what they do with the whole Blake Griffin, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge thing. If Blake Griffin sits, I th- you know I think Jeff Green definitely gets a sizable boost at 5,200. Uh, going against his Knicks team, I could definitely see myself getting some shares of him. Uh, put up 27 DK points in this game today. And that's probably it. You know, I would limit to the same guys I was pretty much looking at in the, the night before. It's going to be Kyrie. It will be Aldridge. Uh, barring some of the news, I don't mind him as much as I back-to-back as opposed to Blake Griffin. Uh, Bruce Brown and then Jeff Green. And then if you really want to dumpster dive, you can probably look at some Chris Gioza if both those other guards are ruled out. On to the next game. Utah Jazz traveling to Dallas. They're taking on the Mavericks in this one. As far as an injury report goes, Willie Cauley-Stein, J.J. Redick, Tyrell Terry all ruled out. Josh Richardson 
and Kristaps Porzingis being considered questionable for the Jazz. Elijah Hughes, Juwan Morgan, both ruled out. No game total, no spread. So Utah traveling to Dallas, uh, you know, Utah's, but they've been playing well. I mean, you can't you can't argue with this team all season long. Uh, coming off of a massive blowout against an Orlando team that we pretty much expected, and that's exactly kind of what they feel like. Their past, you know, five or six games have been a little bit more of cakewalk. I wouldn't say cakewalk matchups, uh, but they've been fairly easy. This is probably the first team since Brooklyn that they're facing uh, that has a semi-competitive pulse. Uh, so, I, you know, I expect this to kind of be a real test for them. I expect them to, uh, you know, really actually be able to play. So get the most out of their players. So go Bear, 7,900, a guy that I always look at, especially in this matchup going against Dallas, where he should just be able to eat. He's averaging 52 DK points across this, uh, against this team in two games a season. I, they just haven't had an answer from all season long. And I don't expect him to have one now. So at 7,900, he's probably going to be my favorite option looking at this Utah team. Uh, you know, some of these other guys, we, we've seen them just be able to kind of spread it out evenly. Uh, Bogdanovich, 57, Ingles, 6. I don't feel like paying the price tag for either one of those. And now we're talking about Conley getting bumped up to 69. Don't mind looking there, but probably not one of my first options. So I might just limit myself to Gobert. He's pretty much the only guy I really love for his price tag in this matchup. On the Dallas side of the ball, Luka Doncic, 10-8. You know, never going to hear me say a bad thing about Luka. Uh, do I want to play him in this matchup? Not necessarily. Uh, he's averaging 45 DK points in the two games that they played against these two uh, two times this season. So I'll probably take a pass. There's a few other guys. You know, we'll get to Westbrook in a minute. Uh, that I'd rather just spend up on. Uh, if Chris stops Porzingis, Josh Richardson, both these guys get ruled out, I don't mind taking a stab at some of these guys like, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,900. He'd probably have to take some decent volume shot attempts. Took 19 in that last game. If both those guys are out, he should probably be looking at, you know, anywhere between 15 and 18 shot attempts again. Uh, and then I think we could also look at a guy like Jalen Brunson at 5,400. Uh, you know, again, not a guy that we expect to play a boatload of minutes. If he plays on 30 uh, and he ends up getting extra shot attempts, we should be looking at about a point-per-minute DK return. So about anywhere between 25, 30 DK points. So we'll take that. <clears throat> so it's Tim Hardaway Jr. It's Jalen Brunson. Uh, and again, I, I would be remiss if Boban starts again. You just Anytime Boban starts, just play Boban. We know we're going to get 24-plus, 20, anything. 18-plus minutes of Boban. We're playing Boban. 3,800. It's that simple. He's just a monster. I don't care if he's going against Gobert. I love Boban. I'll play him every day of the week. I know I won't. That's a lie. Next game, Washington Wizards traveling to Toronto. Taking on the Raptors here. Uh, for the injury report, on the Raptors side of the ball, Jalen Harris, Rodney Hood, Kyle Lowry, Patrick McCaw, Paul Watson all ruled out. And then we got Fred Van Vliet. He's questionable. Uh, we saw that injury. Uh, it looked like he's, uh, you know, they're considering day-to-day, but we're going to have to monitor it. It was a hip flexor strain. Seemingly dodged a bullet, I guess, because they originally thought they were gonna, he was going to miss some time. On the Wizards' side of the ball, Bradley Beal is questionable, as, long, as well as Rui Hachimura. Uh, looks like Rui, though, might be on the better end of missing some time, while Bradley Beal has already missed, I think, the last two games. Daniel Gafford, Thomas Bryant, both ruled out we'll start off with the wizards here yeah uh russell westbrook 11-1 i'm playing him over luca he's the highest price guy on the slate for a reason especially if bradley beals ruled out you, you really can't argue with it so uh you know if beals in obviously that might switch things up a little bit we're gonna have to wait and see how that looks you know beal might even come into play at 9400 i'd probably take a pass uh but russell westbrook at 11-1 no beal signed me up 
at the power forward position, we could probably see if, you know, I expect a little bit of usage change. No Rui Hachimura. He's been a guy that's been stepping up in uh, Beal's absence. Now, if Beal plays, I don't think this is a spot that we necessarily need to target or gravitate towards. Uh, but if Beal sits and Hachimura sits, you know, looking at a guy like Davis Bertans, 3,600, I definitely don't mind that. You know, I don't expect him to play a lot of minutes necessarily all at power forward, but between the small forward and power forward position, he'd probably be looking at about 25 minutes. And then the other guy that we could probably expect to, you know, necessarily, I guess, step up and, and play a little bit extra would be Denny Advisha. Uh, he'd side over to the four a little bit. Played 39 minutes in that last one. Not a big point per minute guy, though. So don't expect a whole lot necessarily just because, the you know, he's going to be playing the minutes. But again, we haven't really seen too many lineups where Beal and Hachimura have been out. On the Toronto side of things, Fred Van Vliet, that's the big news we're monitoring here. If, if Fred Van Vliet sits, Rodney Hood already ruled out, Kyle Lowry already ruled out, this team's going to be down on guards. Uh, looking at a guy like Malachi Flynn, 3,500, he'd be an excellent value play to play 31 minutes in that blowout uh, against Golden State, and he's put up 33 DK points. So he'd probably be the chalk value play if we see that Van Vliet's ruled out. And then, you know, I don't want to pay 8,500 for a guy like Siakam. But the usage is going to be spread around. You know, it's going to be to Malachi. It's going to be to Siakam. We're going to see Gary Trent Jr., another guy I don't want to pay 6600 for, but the usage will be there. The shot attempts will be there. Uh, does he end up knocking him down? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't entirely know. And, again, if of all those guys, I think we just eat the value here. Go Flynn. Uh, if you want to be a little contrarian, I think that, you know, if Van Vliet, Lowry, all these guys are rolled out, we might even see Bembry play a little bit of the backup one. Uh or it maybe even starts. I, I don't know. Those two guys would probably be the two primary ball handlers, is what I imagine, if uh, if we don't have Lowry and we don't have Van Vliet. That's it for me over there on the Raptors, though. So we will keep it moving. About the halfway point, Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to San Antonio. They're taking on the Spurs in this one. Funny thing is, one of the few games we do have a game total for, Cla- uh, Cavs, Clavs. It's not a bad nickname, the Cleveland Cal- Clavs. Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Clavs have yet to submit their injury report. The Spurs have. Gorgie Dang is questionable. Trey Lyles, Lonnie Walker, Kata Bates, Diop all ruled out. This game has a 216 and a half game total. Spurs favored by nine points. We'll start off with the Cavs. Looking at this team, obviously they're not submitting their injury report. We're still waiting to hear about some things. Jared Allen still missed time. Uh, missed that last game on Saturday. Decent chance that he sits out this one. Uh, and with that being said, you know, Larry Nance Jr. should most likely be back. He was dealing with an illness on Saturday. I imagine with a few days off, he's feeling a little bit better. And that would obviously push down some Dean Wade and Isaiah Hartenstein minutes. Uh, so monitor that news. No Nance, you know, we could, and no Allen. We could probably look at, you know, Wade and Hartenstein a little bit again. Uh, but we also have Kevin Love back. So this front court is uh, it's going to start to get a little bit more crowded as bodies start to get healthy. Uh, but. That's the breakdown with the front court. Now, slide over the back court. Looking at Colin Sexton, looking at Darius Garland. Both these guys feel like they're pretty fair price tags. I don't love these price tags. I don't hate them. Colin Sexton, you know, I, I, I see him getting 35 to 40. That pays off that price tag. Are there a few other guys on this slate that I think are better point-per-dollar plays? Absolutely. So I won't fault you if you want to go to either one of these guys. I kind of feel the same about you know them both. But they're not immediate guys that I'm, I'm also gravitating towards. I guess if they round it out, sure. Uh, if Larry Nance does play at 7,200 and he is one of the lone front court members, I do have some interest in him. Again, he missed the game because of an illness, not necessarily an injury. Would expect a full workload from him. I don't love that price tag at 7,200, but uh, we know his upside. Sliding over, let's go look at this Spurs team. 
Uh, starting off, we'll start with the backcourt. DeJounte Murray here, 7,500. I actually prefer Sexton over him, uh, just ever so slightly. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. And Derek White, you know, compared to Darius Garland. Uh, those guys are a little bit closer. I probably lean a little bit more white in cash, but it's it's a toss-up between them both. Uh, yeah, we'll go white. We'll go white. Just uh, I don't even feel good about it. But, yeah, Sexton over both of them. Uh, looking at DeMar DeRozan, 8,200, it's a fine it's a fine matchup. DeMar DeRozan's not a guy I play all too often. You're kind of paying for his 40-point, you know, I guess ceiling is what we feel like we get most games. We get a couple 50s in there, but it feels like it's about a 40-point ceiling on most nights, sprinkling in some mid-30s. So I'll take a pass on DeMar. Uh, and then looking at the center position, Gorgie Dane being questionable. So if he is ruled out, Jakob Pertl's pretty much a lone center here, going against a Cavs team, depending on who they have as bodies. Uh, it should seemingly be in a good spot. It's, a, it's an expensive price tag, but put up 30 DK points in only 25 minutes against this team earlier in the season. If he plays what he's been playing, 40-plus two straight games, uh, I don't know if that's quite possible in the cards, uh, you'd be looking at a decent return from him. So 6,900, I think I'll, Jakob Pertl is the one guy I will keep in my player pool, and no, I will not chase the Kelvin Johnson game. That one hurts. I missed out on it. Not chasing it. On to the next one. Only three games remaining. We are cruising. Absolutely cruising. Buttery smooth through this one. And that's what happens sometimes when you go solo. You just got a little extra time. And I'm sure, I'm sure we're all kind of, uh, we're all nursing that that post-food hangover if you if you had a big, big dinner. Again, the ham sandwiches are coming for days. Detroit Pistons traveling to OKC. They're taking on the thunder in this one. The other game that we do have a game total and injury report for. So uh, Wayne Ellington, Rodney Magruder, Jill Okafor, and Mason Plumley all ruled out. Wayne Ellington, Mason Plumley, both resting. On the Thunder side of the ball, buckle up. Darius Baisley, Lou Jen Stewart, Shea Gildas Alexander, Josh Hall, Mike Muscala, Isaiah Roby, all ruled out. Josh Hall and Isaiah Roby, both in the concussion protocol. Game total for this one, we do have, like I said, it is a whopping 211 and a half. Pistons favored by three points in this one. Game that we're definitely going to have some interest in. Game that's going to be, despite the low game total, widely owned. We'll start off with the Detroit team. You know, I think the chalk is here and just eat it. 4K, Isaiah Stewart. No Mason Plumley. Take your free square. Play him. Very, 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 very rare chance he does not pay off a 4K price tag. Uh, if he plays 25-plus minutes. So I'll be playing some Stewart. I have no issues going there. Uh, another guy we could look at, I think, Hamadin Duallo, a guy that's been kind of stepping up when he's been given the minutes, only played 24 minutes in that last one. Uh, it was an absolute torture chamber for the Pistons. They got smoked by the Knicks by more than 40 points. So before that, he had back-to-back games of 35-plus DK points in only 26 minutes. So I'll take some Diallo at 5,200. I like him in this matchup. I like the usage that he should be seeing. Outside of that, there's definitely some other guys like Grant at 72. You'll never hear me argue against Grant. He's uh, one of the you know most solid, consistent guys. He's been struggling over the past week, week and a half. So uh, maybe this is his get-right game. Wouldn't fault him for it, but I would just probably rather lean to playing guys like Stewart and Diallo a little bit more. And with Dennis Smith Jr. coming back now, we kind of see that whole point guard position between Frank Jackson, Saban Lee, and Dennis Smith get shared. And Corey Joseph, I'm sorry. I, I want no shares of that. So... Just Diallo, just Plumley. On the other side of the ball, uh, definitely some guys that we can we can take advantage of. 
Uh, you know, no Mason Plumley. Could we go to more uh, Moses Brown? I think absolutely. Don't mind him. Price tag keeps going up at 7,100. It's just the minutes for him. Uh, they, we're talking about two back-to-back games where this team's got absolutely smoked. And they went against two playoff teams. You know, Pistons, not really a playoff team. I expect this one to be a little bit closer, a little bit tighter. So does Vegas. Uh, if he plays 30-plus minutes, you're probably looking at anywhere between a 30 to 40, 45, even 50. Eh, 30 to 45 DK point return. So I don't hate Moses Brown. I'll go right back to the well on Theo Maladon at 5,600, another guy. Uh, hasn't really seen a huge, huge price increase ever since he's been getting this, uh, you know, this workload. But, you know, three out of the past five games of 30-plus DK points, two out of those 43-plus DK points at 5,600. Matchups, fine. I don't mind it whatsoever. The shot attempts, the usage will be there. The game stays close. Unlike that last one, only played 22 minutes, shot 1 of 12. Nice little bounce back game for Theo Maladon. No Isaiah Roby definitely means that we're going to see some power forward and, uh, you know, wing minutes open up because we're probably going to see uh, Pakuveski slide up to the four. And I imagine that we see Kenrich play the three. Both these guys priced around 5-1, 5-3. Again, don't mind looking at either one of these guys. Just by prognosis, they're going to play minutes. They, you know, they pretty much all, all, all those guys I just mentioned have pretty much consistently paid off their cash uh, return. And we've seen their GPP upside. So I, I like a lot of these guys. I'll be looking at Kenrich. I'll be looking at Pakoveski. I'll be looking at uh, Theo Maladon. Probably not as much Moses Brown because I'm already pretty much locking that. And Stewart on the other side, that's just a much better value, in my opinion. I'll be looking at all three of them. Uh, and if you wanted to play any of these other guys, I wouldn't fault you. But those are the three guys I am playing the most. All right. Two games left. Sacramento Kings traveling to Minnesota, taking on the Timberwolves. For the Timberwolves, Malik Beasley, Jalen Noel, Ricky Rubio, and D'Angelo Russell. All doubtful. And you would think with everybody being doubtful that it's more of like a COVID thing. No, all injured. Uh, on the Kings side of the ball, Willie. Oh, I'm sorry. Marvin Bagley. I almost said Willie Cauley Stein. In, uh, in, my, in my defense, uh, injury report Mavericks were right under it. Marvin Bagley out. Hassan Whiteside is questionable. No game total. No spread for this one. We'll start off with the Sacramento Kings. Darren Fox coming in at the top, 9,200. I feel like every time I say something bad about Fox, he just comes by and has one of his best games of like the month and puts up you know 55 DK points. Uh, I'm not playing him at 9,200. There's just too many guys. I'd rather play Randall for a little bit more. There's a few guys on the slate that we've already talked about and that we will talk about uh, around the similar price tag, if not a little bit more expensive that I'd rather spend up on. If I'm going anywhere, you know, in this matchup, I would lean to uh, you know a guy like Halliburton, 6,500. I just love this kid. I've been playing him. Uh, almost, you know, every night we're starting to get up there in salary a little bit. So maybe this is not the the best price tag we want to pay, but it's one of the best matchups you could pay for. And then I, I guess if you want to go to Terrence Davis coming off that massive game, 10 to 14 shooting, uh, put up 27 points. That seems like it's a bit of chase for me. I don't think I'll necessarily go there, uh, but he's been playing a consistent 20 minute role since he's pretty much arrived. So if you want to go there, there's worse options, I guess. Uh, I don't I don't completely fault it. On the Minnesota side of things, though, this is where things get a little bit more interesting. Carl Anthony Towns coming in at 10-6. I prefer Westbrook if there's no Beal. Uh, if uh, if Beal plays, I definitely think you could look at Towns. I mean, he's just consistently putting in 50-plus games at 10-6. I prefer him probably slightly more than Doncic in that matchup. So uh, probably the second most expensive guy I'd rather spend up on. But I also love Anthony Edwards in this matchup. You know, Malik Beasley being doubtful. Uh, D'Angelo Russell still out. No Ricky Rubio. 
this dude's just going to have a ton of usage. I always talk about shooting guards going against you know, the Kings. Uh, he just kind of fits that build. So sign me up. I have no issues. And then uh, looking at Jordan McLaughlin, if he's the only point guard available, the other cash guy that we can just pretty much lock in, we're already talking about just a ton of value. So wouldn't it be shocking if I end up with two big studs in my lineup? Knowing that we have McLaughlin, we already talked about Isaiah Stewart and uh, possibly even a guy like Malachi Flynn over there. Uh, that's a lot of value. So when we break it down after we get to the value tier, it's it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I like a lot of these guys. I'm going to pretty much go stars and scrubs as the build looks. That's it. We'll slide on. One game left. Final game of the night. Before we get to it, if you guys have a quick moment, you can give us a thumbs up, five-star rate and review. We greatly appreciate it. It means the world to us. It's the way that we can kind of get your feedback uh, and it also makes us feel good when we see these positive comments and we can kind of find out what we could do a little bit better. You know, player tiers being one of those things. Uh, we had, a, uh, you know, I believe it was a uh, listener kind of reviewed us, let us know, like, hey, man, I'd uh, love to hear you guys do some player tiers at the end. We heard that a few times on Twitter, and, and it was actually the podcast review that set it in stone and, uh, you know, kind of made us add it. So. Uh, we want that constructive criticism. We love to see the positive feedback. So if you're going to throw it in there, just throw it in five stars so we all win. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, and if you want, follow me on Twitter. You can find me at Michael Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. We will be hosting a DFS Today podcast listener DFS contest this Friday. That will be going on. Uh, about 25 person entry. You will see it being tweeted out. If you follow me on Twitter, if you follow Santino on Twitter, uh, you will see it get tweeted out. It's only 25 entries. It will probably fill up. Uh, we got to keep it pretty low entry just simply because if it doesn't fill, nobody plays. So uh, we'll start off with a 25. Maybe we make this a weekly or, uh, you know, every once in a while thing. We bump it up as people want to get in there. Uh, but it will only be 25 people. And I believe we're going to do a $5 entry for it. So uh, not only will you take home some cash if you win, just like you normally would, but I will also be sending the winner a nice little piece of basketball memorabilia for their favorite team. So you can just direct message me after you win. I'll get in contact with you. You let me know what team you like. I'll send you some goodies for them. Uh, everybody wins. It'll be fun. I really love this contest. Come smoke me. Looking forward to it. All right. Final game. Phoenix Sun traveling to Houston, taking on the Rockets in this one. Uh, a little bit. It feels like two nights in a row we're getting a couple of these games that they uh, they feel a little questionable. No injury report for the Rockets on the second half of the back-to-back. For the Suns, Frank Kaminsky, Abdul Nader both ruled out. We'll start off with this Phoenix team. I mean, the matchup's absolutely fantastic. You're not going to see me say uh, a bad thing about it. Uh, the, anybody in this book could cook. It's just how how long do these starters need to play? Booker coming in at 9K. He's expensive, but Booker's uh, seemed like a different a different player over the past, I would say, like two or three weeks. Uh, definitely a much better second-half player. Really started turning it on as far as scoring. Don't think I want to really play him. Just a little bit more risk in this matchup is associated with some of the other ones we talked about. So I don't necessarily think I'll have too, too much Booker. Uh, but he's still going to remain in my player pool. And the same could be said for Chris Paul. Actually, you know, Chris Paul with a little bit of a narrative going on in there. But if this game gets out of hand, he'd be the first player that takes a seat. Uh, outside of, you know, the two top hitter guys, you know, DeAndre in 67, we already talked about so many other centers, but I just don't see myself going to him. And then we can look at some of these ancillary guys, but I don't think it's necessarily necessary. Uh, we talked about so much value. We talked about some of these already mid-tier guys, you know, your Edwards, some of these other guys that we could get in there. And that's kind of the approach I'm taking. I don't think I need to, you know, go out of my way to try to just fit some of these guys unless I'm trying to be, uh, you know, 
different in GPPs. I'm trying to separate myself from ownership. Then that's the only time it makes sense. But if you're playing your single entry and your cash, it just feels like one of those slates where you just got to eat your chalk. Hopefully you play the right studs. On Houston, uh, Christian Wood coming in here at 8,800. Priced up for Christian Wood. Not the best matchup. I'll take a pass. We already talked about that center position awful lot. Kevin Porter Jr., a guy that I had a fair amount of today. Uh, you know, didn't necessarily uh, get a, a great game. I got a, I got a solid one, so I'm not going to complain. Uh, but, you know, no John Wall again from expected. They say there's a decent chance that John Wall will be suiting up for that Wednesday game. Uh, but not the matchup I want to target. And to be honest, I'm probably not going to be going to a whole lot here. Daniel House looks like he suffered, a, I don't know if it's a severe injury, but he hobbled uh, to the to the locker room with the training staff. Decent chance that he is not available. And if that's the case, we could see Kevin Martin Jr. play a little bit more, especially if the game gets out of hand. Uh, maybe that's a guy that you can look at for a GPP dart throw that you're expecting to have very, very little ownership. All right. That rounds us out. Feels like a pretty quick one. Oh, but, uh, I hope you guys don't feel cheated. Only about a half hour show today. And it's because we're uh, riding solo, but... You know, thank you guys for listening. Again, if you have a quick second, rate, review. Follow me on Twitter. All the jazz, DFS contest coming up this week. And again, putting out a little recruiting pitch, we have some spots opening over here on the DFS Today team uh, on multiple different levels. So regardless of your experience, uh, just shoot Dan Bespris, Santino Cocone, or I a message on Twitter, direct message. Uh, get us with your info. If you have a resume, if you have anything background, let us know that too. We'll get back in touch with you. Uh, we'll talk to you, and we'll see where it goes. But we do have some spots opening up over here, so get at us, guys. Uh, it's a fun time. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Will. It'll be Santino. They'll be here crushing the slate for you guys. They'll be handling the work, handling the biz, and winning you guys some money. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Had a great holiday. Thank you. Let's go crush some GPPs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.